0: We do cute intro music!
1: Be scared. Be scared. Be very scared. Be scared. <laughs> Welcome
0: to The Shit Show with Mick and Mel, which today is not The Shit Show with Mick and Mel. Today, The Shit Show
1: <laughs> is with Tanya and Mel, because Mick is MIA, and we have sent out rescue People to find her. Yes. We're hoping she's okay. <laughs> she's probably just nappy from a week <laughs> long of partying and all that numminess and goodness that she's been doing.
0: She has been a super busy lady lately.
1: Yes. But she's here in
0: spirit, I am sure. Okay. um, What do we do? We did intro music. Today, um, today we're talking about... What are we talking about today? We are just going to talk about... Um, I guess pelvic health, Pelvises and womb space, and male genitalia. I guess even also because yep. they also have womb space. So if you're a dude, don't run away just yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tanya is getting ready to start instructor training, foot zone instructor, blah, blah blah blah, foot zone instructor training. Yes, in the coming year. So we have. So many subject matter expertise types around, um, but she's working on defining what her specialty is going to be. So we're gonna chat up about that. And see, see
1: what's what, what what's important to you, Miss Tanya. That is so. What we kind of talk about during our foot zones that whoever comes to our chair resonates a lot of the things that we as an individual. As a foot zoner is currently working through or has worked through, or we have other clients that have the same issues. So, the things that we are finding is we held, we held, (laughs) we hold a lot of our traumas in our pelvic area, emotions. both physical, emotionally, spiritually, everything is tied to our pelvic and our womb. So for guys, you're thinking, well, that has nothing to pertain to me, but it does. A lot of it pertains to when our mothers were pregnant with us, what they were currently going through. And so everything is just constantly passed down generations to generations and we just have all of this stuff that is trapped in there and we don't know how to work through it or even that it's there. So as foot zoners, as we are working through that and working on the areas of the foot, um, we're finding that they're stuck signals their um, blockages and I just lost my train of thought.
0: What's getting stuck in our yeah, foot
1: what, what is stuck there? And then as we um, have... As the the zones, as sorry, your daughter's music is just yeah. If you <laughs> have this
0: background music today, it's um, courtesy of the junior
1: high band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So as we talk about the emotions in the area that we're working on, like the soreness and stuff, and um, we talk about that, and you're like, well, that that doesn't, like I'm not feeling that particular emotion or that it's not resonating with you. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's yours per se, but that it could be um, an emotion that's been passed down to you. And so the more as I, so that's one of the things that I'm going to work with As I'm learning my foot zones is working more on the pelvic health and what we have trapped there for both male and female and not only um, also with children too because there's a lot of trauma um, that is trapped there as well
0: yeah big stuff yes yeah don't jump in the deep end
1: or anything (laughs) (laughs) I'm not we're taking baby steps so first off we have to rub the feet (laughs) And then we'll tell you about all the fills. And then you'll go running out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I should grab my filming book. Because we can talk about what exactly is stored in the pelvis. Should well, we, we go, go grab it. it? Should we let the people know? Yes. Yes. We'll Go grab it.
1: I'll be right back. No, that sucks. So I also brought my emotion book too yes
0: yes we We love this book let's tell them this book this is the purple book we we call it the purple bible yeah um my clients in particular call it the book of hard questions (laughs) um there's generally two responses to the book of hard questions one is take this book away from me i never want to see it again the other one is Uh, Can I you look at this for a minute, and then everybody they diagnose everybody they've ever known in their whole life, (laughs) and spend half an hour digging through it.
1: Yes. So this book is called the Healing Questions Guide by Wendy Jensen. So it is a very phenomenal book, and at least in our group of foot zoners, all of us have this book. And I've actually passed it on and have bought it for a couple of other friends too and passed it on. So it is very informational. Yeah, super helpful. But we will link that in the description box for those of you that um, are interested.
0: Yeah. I've had several people be all like, "Take, can I take a picture of this? And they'll take a picture and go buy it. Um, yeah. I'm trading zones with a massage therapist right now. And she she's like, I got to get this book. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a favorite. It's a favorite for sure. It really is. So what do we got in the pelvis? What's going on down there?
1: Which one what part do you want me to go to? Um no, this one.
0: Do we want
1: to just talk about the emotions in the zone?
0: Common emotions okay. that sit in the pelvis.
1: Or uh, did we want
0: that, more... well, there's pelvic region, there's hip they're kind of in the same animal there, I guess. Yeah. And then the reproductive organs. Um, they should have some that are repeating there's definitely background listen to some smooth jazz on the uh, alto saxophone while i per- <laughs> peruse this book a moment for your listening
1: enjoyment so like our hip joints um we hold a lot there as well and our lower back so we've got our pelvic blood supply the ovaries
0: A lot of it has to do with moving forward in life and feeling exhausted, not feeling adequate as a parent or caregiver. That's
1: in a lot of it. So when we work with the pelvic area, um, both male and female, there is a lot of emotion trapped there. And so these are just a few of the things that um, we find there. And this pertains both to male and female. Um, It's the refusal of fear of letting go of the past, Um, anger or harsh feelings towards the past, control issues, uh, desire for punishment, and that could be either for yourself or for other people. Um, We have anxiety there and holding on to past negative experiences. Um, And it could also be holding issues for either male or female gender. So it's not very specific. Um, Not everybody will have these issues, but those are the most common. And then definitely repressed anger um, for females too. A lot is for those moms that are having a difficult, difficult time getting pregnant or having a baby and having multiple miscarriages and the desire to be a mother. Like we hold a lot of um, self shame there and blame as well. And then when we are zoning, there's a lot of um, pain, not necessarily pain, but it's very tender. And as we work through the zone, the more we work through it and we are releasing um, the emotions that are trapped, then the areas become more smooth and more open and the tenderness does go away. Now, this is not something that's going to happen on your first zone. This is some very hard, deep-rooted, self-healing inner work that we need to do for ourselves. What would you add, Melissa? Melissa? Um, no, that's a lot
0: of it, actually. I think you covered it pretty well there. There's, I'm trying to think what I usually see. Um, a lot of times on a kind of tying things together space, you have your hips, your pelvis, your reproductive organs, and your lower back. These are all kind of in the same vicinity. Mm -hmm. And they feed off each other physically because they're attached Mm -hmm. and in the same physical vicinity, but also um, emotionally and energetically, they tend to kind of create a cycle almost. A lot of women during their Pregnancies and just normal ovulation and things like that um, experience back pain, lower back pain, cramping in your abdomen, all of that. So when we get into the zone, sometimes also the lower back and hips is a little more feeling supported or not supported, feeling unbalanced. All of this are kind of emotionally feed off of each other because when we have traumas, Either from our own childhoods, from pregnancies, situations and things that go on around that. Um, either, even just general life trauma, we tend to feel that like that lack of support. It's not that the people around you are not supporting you, is that you don't necessarily feel supported by life and you feel imbalanced. Generally, like you can't necessarily you don't necessarily have firm footing. You're not walking on firm ground. You feel like life is kind of tossing you about and you don't really have a lot of control in this situation. That's generally feelings that kind of come up around that stuff internal to you. So those are also things that kind of you know, anxiety. We talked about this in the the feelings that are stored in this area of the body correlate also so then you kind of get in a cycle you know your hip hurts your uterus has a problem this that or the other thing the feelings kind of tend i think to snowball in this particular part of the body more so than other parts of the body
1: it true um another thing that comes to mind is before it physically manifests that there's a pain there that emotion has been going on for quite some time so when we finally do have that pain that's there, it's reached the point of where our body is basically screaming to us, Hey, now it's time for you to pay attention to this area because there's something going on that we need to work on. And a lot of times it's the body just wanting acknowledgement and letting you know that it's time to let it go that that's just like your next thing that you need to be working on, whether it be more spiritual or emotional to just kind of elevate you to the next level in your life. It's big and it's deep and there's lots of layers, There, I think, is. in this area. We get yeah. through some
0: things and then it's like, oh, I think I felt... I feel like I dealt with that. Why is it coming up again? That's something you hear a lot as a zoner. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've already worked through all that. Yeah, well, you know, that doesn't mean that there's not more there or that you've evolved as a person um, and can deal with some other layer or aspect of that situation or you just have crap in there that's not even your crap. Sometimes it's not even your crap.
1: It's not even <laughs> your crap to be carrying that crap
0: around. <laughs> Get your
1: shit together. It's not my shit. <laughs> so, that is that. So, learning um, generational stuff, uh, that has been something. That has opened up. Oh, as, my the, God. <laughs> as the snore. That's my
0: dog. Just FYI, toothless. The uh, wonder beast uh, is moaning and groaning. Also, yes. all kinds of sounds of sound effects yes. today.
1: He's been glued to my side since I came through the door. After uh, he barked, and then I petted him, and then he's been my friend ever since. So he's
0: a good emotional support dog. Yeah. Except he also needs emotional support dog.
1: He needs his own. Yeah. Um, where are we getting now? Oh, so finding out a lot about generational stuff has been more eye-opening since I've gotten into the energy world in the last couple of years and then taking Sue's class. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I've always wondered though, too, you know, like how much is this is my crap um, when I'm dealing with something. And so sometimes you just have to learn to just check in with yourself and we, we learn through muscle testing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is this mine? Or if it's not, then, you know, return it to sender because it's, it's not mine. But we, we work through that with you to give you the tools that you can go home and work on that. The other thing though, too, is. Step one is just taking acknowledgement that, yes, this could possibly be my my emotion, whether it's anger or refusal or control issues. I can tell you that's one of mine. I I have a hard time and that I think that has a lot to do with being vulnerable with somebody. Is as long as I know that I have control of the situation, I don't have to be authentically myself or I don't have to have fear of rejection or, you know, we all have that control thing.
0: Yeah, we all tend to default to that control is if I if I'm uncomfortable at all, you start, you know, if you're uncomfortable at all, you kind of start hunting for what? Well, what can I be in control of in this moment? (laughs) Can I control myself? Can I control my reaction? Can I? But unfortunately, most of us default to trying to control everything around us, <laughs> so that we're not
1: triggered. <laughs> well, and I, I can tell you one couple instances right now is because. I have teenagers who oh, yeah. are driving. And I realized, um even though my son's old enough, he's driving, has his own vehicle and that. And even when we get in the car, he's like, let me drive, Mom. And I was like, no, no. Like... <laughs> I, if I'm the type of person, I'll be like, where are we going? I'm driving because I want the control. Mm-hmm. I don't like being in the passenger seat. So I've noticed that that's something with myself. And it's because I don't have control over like the brakes or the gas or the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And as my daughter is, she has her learner's permit. Now she's driving. Like I'm always like, slow down, slow down. And I find my foot pushing off the floor. Like <laughs> Stop. Stop! <laughs> Yeah. So, I don't the air brakes pretty regular. Yeah. I think that, you know, I should be in a Flintstone car with Fred or Wilma or something. Oh. But definitely um the control aspect. And some of these too, you may feel like for me, I don't feel like I'm angry. Um and so I'm I'm pretty much a happy go with the flow type of personality and stuff. So anger to me really doesn't, what do I want to say? Not trigger, but um, it doesn't really resonate with me Mm -hmm. because I'm always so happy. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's dealing with more past stuff and situations and life experiences that I've had to go through Mm -hmm. that maybe I do have more, um, anger towards a specific person or a situation it's not something that I'm always angry because I'm I'm not I'm usually pretty happy-go-lucky person it's when I'm quiet and still that you're like "Ooh, that bitch is boiling inside or it's something up.
0: it's too quiet
1: yes she's gonna <laughs> when, erupt <laughs>
0: it's like the, once you have kids you're like it's too quiet something's going on yes yeah. And, and some of that, I think, too, with, in line with that same thing, because I like to think that I'm fairly happy-go-lucky most of the time. I'm pretty quick to laugh also. Um, but I've cultivated that over years, and there's... <laughs> Surprisingly, the years that I've cultivated it over were some of the hardest ones. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a lot of that anger and stuff, that's not that we're sitting here necessarily simmering in rage. It's that it's just unresolved. Like we had every right to be pissed off at the time, um, but we survived it and we're in survival mode and moving forward. And and Mm -hmm. now our system just has that still energetically there. It was never dealt
1: with. It's like that stagnant air that's just stuck there when you walk into your room and you're like, oh, what's that smell?
0: Yeah, it's got mothball yeah. vibes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a little dusty and musty in here. What's going on? Right, when you pull the summer clothes out from the closet after all the long winter. Yeah. Yeah, or the sweater when it gets cold. and Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that stagnant stuff. And that's really all we're doing in a zone is moving stagnant energy and trying to get things to flow. Your physical body, your emotional body, your spiritual body, your mental body—all of that. Like we're just trying to keep everything flowing. Is yeah. really kind of the whole point.
1: And that's what we do is we work with the four bodies mm-hmm. in the zone: the spiritual, physical, emotional, and the mental. And so we're trying to connect all of those in together to create a harmony within ourselves. And so, you know, it's just a repercussion effect that if something's out of alignment, then it throws everything off. And so we're just trying to help your body, let it know that, yes, we're recognizing this and we're going to help you to release this and get you back to where you need to be. And it's awesome.
0: It's also deeply, wonderfully relaxing. Usually, depending mm-hmm. on how tender the feet are that day. It, yes, and it just it tingles me. Oh, oh, oh. I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it's an <laughs> it's
0: so, so, so <laughs> <gonna love> you. <laughs> That's the only sound I can correlate. Like, it gives me the shivers. Like, my head gets all tingly. It's beyond yes. fabulous to get a pencil.
1: Yeah, like when somebody, you know, will tickle your back or they rub your – like when you go to get your hair done yeah. and they lay you back in the sink and they just – They wash your hair for you? Yes. It's amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it's um, something like that. I'm not
1: doing it justice. I'm making it weird, but you, guys, <laughs> she is. but you guys get the feeling, like you get the feel goods with it. And I thought I was doing stellar. I was like, yeah, I'm working through some crap. And in fact, I was working through some crap that I hurt my back. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because I always wanted to learn belly dance. <laughs> and I was like, I never could get anybody to take classes with me. So then I started YouTubing it, and I freaking hurt my back. Dang, you were, your hips weren't lying at all. I <laughs> <That laughs> came out with the thunder.
0: <laughs> and you're like,
1: damn. <laughs> well, I was working through some casts with the, our sound bowls. Mm-hmm. And so um, I did a little session with her on the phone, and, that, and she's all, you need to start moving your hips. She's all like, do you do belly dancing So she was like so I was like, Oh crap, yeah, I forgot I was gonna do that. Like I wanted to do that. And she's all like, order you like one of those little scarf thingies or whatever. And I did, and you know, make sure <laughs> And of course nobody was home when I was doing this crap. Yeah, we
0: do weird stuff without yes. an
1: audience. We at least start usually without yes. an audience. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> And so my son was giving me crap. I was like, I hurt my back. He's all, what did you do, mom? And I started laughing. He's all, what did you do, mom? This is my adult son. And I looked at him and I was like, not that. (laughs) He's all, what did you do? I go, exercising. He's all, what were you doing? I go, belly dancing. And he starts laughing. He's all, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Uh, and then I even showed him, I go, see, look. And he's just shaking his head, laughing. He's like, Mom. I was like, what? And Jade, Jade's standing right there. She's all, well, Mom was always asking me to do that too. <laughs> so I was like, see, I told you I was just that like, Anyways. Oh, that's fantastic. True story. And that was like the last month, like within the last month that this all happened. <laughs> yeah. Side
0: note, Tanya and I are regular. Well, through school, we're regularly paired together when yes. we did zone swap. Yes. We have very similar zone issues. We're just very similar people. We are. Our life. and yeah. just yes, we are. We have a lot in common. Um, so, yes, hips things for me in particular, like I was saying, I'm swapping zones with a massage therapist. She's a structural integrator. Um, if you ever come across the word structural integration, I, I'm telling you right now, they're going to hurt you real bad <laughs> so that you can feel real good after. And it's worth it. Like, it's worth it. Give it a try. But I, she asked if there was any specific areas. And I was like, can you fix my hips? Because my hips freaking hurt. I stuff all my stress in there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, T-minus four weeks from my house being on the market. I'm painting like mad. Yes. All my stress is stuffed. <laughs> Um, and she said, she asked me, she's like, um, this is going to sound weird, but do you own a hula hoop? And I said, uh, no, I don't own a hula hoop. She's like, you need to go buy a hula hoop. Like your, your hips are super just tight. Like you need to get some movement in the hip. So side note, we're going hula hoop shopping. (laughs) We're going to go get some hula hoops. Um. (laughs) And it's been a hot minute since I hula hoop, So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, any kind of hip movement, getting movement in general, Um, like we work on your feet and try to create flow, but your whole body can create flow. It ener- like Energetically, your sacral chakra, your root chakra, and your solar plexus so- chakra, well, I guess it would go root. bottom to top, sacral, yeah. <clears throat> root, a sacral. Solar. Solar. Um, but all of those move with any kind of hip movement. So hula hooping, belly dancing, um, <laughs> hula dancing, if you want to hula. Right. Obviously, adult activities, which hopefully We're somebody, not doing. somebody's <laughs> having because I don't go. <laughs> but hey, that's a podcast for a different day. Yeah, we'll invite Nick to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll invite Nick to that one. On the note of trying to be airbrake in the driving shout out to our wonderful co-host McLena who regularly makes me think of that guy from uh the hangover that's like drives like a bat shit crazy and he's like but did you die because <laughs> uh, McLena will definitely make your life flash before your eyes but i have never died She's driven i always end up in the front i think you guys force me into the front regularly On purpose. I just
1: sit in the back now as she drives.
0: (laughs) She's never crashed though. She's not. (laughs) I don't.
1: She would be a great, like, stunt driver. Yeah.
0: Stunt driver, getaway driver. If we ever go to the dark side, she's
1: perfect for that. She would be the type of person that you could scare the shit out of somebody in the drivers or the passenger. You're like, I'm going to teach this person a lesson, drive with Mclena.
0: Yeah, just strap them in the, the <laughs> minivan of <June> and <laughs> The Mormon
1: Porsche. The Mormon <laughs> Porsche, that's what she calls it. She calls <laughs> a Mormon Porsche. <laughs> but anyways. Maclena, we miss you. Yeah, she is,
0: she is an amazing human being. And she has never killed me. Not even a fender bender. Like, no, but man, she'll make you grip onto the oh shit handle. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Your butt digs are a clenching ass. There's definitely some tension in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need the <laughs> hula hoop when we get out of her car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. She's going to listen to this <laughs> podcast and she's going to laugh. She'll be like, you bitches are never allowed <laughs> to podcast without me. So much trash talk is happening?
1: I will be driving and she'll even start screaming just to scare us. <laughs> she will. She God damn it. That. She's bananas.
0: Oh. oh, gosh. I feel like my heart health has improved being her friend because I occasionally just get palpitations. <laughs> it's like strengthening the muscle. <laughs>
1: Oh, also, she'll slap you. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of laughter, so Merlin was talking about when we spent the night at her house with all this (laughs) rust. Isn't that crazy here? (laughs) In class? Yes, when we were zoning yesterday, she was talking about it. Because we got talking about um, the treatment that we do. With that other oil company, and you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, the, the treatment uh, sent
1: uh, the aroma, aroma touch, aroma touch. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm like, why is my brain not? Competing? Yeah. Yes. So
1: the the steps for that and the crazy hair because you're mixing the oils <laughs> as you're going up their their head and their spine. And anyways,
0: there was some real tumbleweed hair that day. There was. It was
1: glorious. I'm pretty sure there's yeah.
0: photos somewhere. There is.
1: She was showing them on oh. the video too. There's a little video or something. Dang. Yeah. I think she was going to send the pictures to McLena. I don't know. Anyways, we were laughing. <laughs> we we're laughing about that <laughs> yesterday. That was amazing. Oh, Aroma Touch. Yes. I think there's a few people that would recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another oil company that has something similar to that. It's called Raindrop. Really.
0: Yeah. I'll have to look that one up.
1: Yep. Sweet.
0: Alrighty. Yeah. So, do we want to ask some questions? What do we know from sure. the purple book of our questions? What do we want to ask it? What um, What do we do? Should what do we, we do? do, we do? Um, FYI, this book is alphabetical, and it goes into different ailments and different parts of the body, and um, what... Some kind of self-exploratory questions are based on whatever kind <clears throat> of symptoms or issues you're dealing with,
1: right? So, some of the questions that the purple book does ask, like on the pelvic problems, um, potentially could be: What will it take to accept and embrace the truth about who I am? What does it look like to step forward in life without being afraid of what might happen? What benefits is there for disconnecting <clears throat> to those who love or want to love me? That doesn't... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is right. Um, I need it. Mean, um. <clears throat>
1: um, what will it take to believe I am lovable and acceptable? So that's also an, a lot of thing too. So a lot of sexual abuse gets trapped right there too. So for either sex... There yeah. is a lot that is trapped there. So we can help work through that. And then uh, what are you denying yourself? Are you denying your own self-love? Do you feel like you're not worthy of it? So there's a lot of self-talk, um, negative feelings that are trapped within our pelvic area
0: yeah for sure and I really don't want to leave the men out of this one because I think it's an area that I think it's kind of skimmed over for men which is weird okay based on the amount of ED okay erectile dysfunction radio commercials like have you noticed this yeah every time I get in my car and drive somewhere maybe it's a Utah thing but this is all pelvis stuff. So it's yeah. not just women and uteruses and womb space. It's very much, you know, why are so many men struggling with these things? Mm-hmm. Like you've got to ask yourself. Clearly it's a problem. So much so that we're advertising it constantly. I don't even know how many times I've heard about by Agra That's just a regular sprinkled in regular conversation all the time anymore. Um so part of that, too, is, like, fear and control, anxiety, um, holding on to all those past negative experiences. That's all trapped in that same area there for them. Prostate problems. I think every man yeah. at a certain point, isn't there, like, a certain age where they're, like, there everyone is,
1: gets <clears throat> prostate cancer? So, well, it's yeah, it's that. Um, so, Brad was saying, too, that there's statistics now that men as young as 30 are starting to have show up with prostate cancer. Damn. I mean, not prostate cancer, but prostate problems Yeah, at 30 years old.
0: Yeah, this is an issue, for real. It is. Um, if you don't know where your prostate is, <laughs> it's in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anywho, if you're a man, that's that. Um, it's not actually in your butt, but like closer to the rectal
1: area there. Yeah. Um, so, but that's where men um, hold a lot of their guilt, their shame, their inadequate. Um, so we actually have a gal in class who shared um, some or uh, something that was kind of personal, and it was talking about a man and his worth. And it was talking about, you know, like them as, you know, feeling like they're not adequate. Like they have to be the provider for everything. Like so much is put on the man to be able to provide for their family to, you know, make sure everybody's fed and clothed and, you know, just all of this crap is just piled on these men. And then these men are expected to do wonders. And if they don't, then... You've got the females that are like, well, why are you never here? Well, I'm working all the time to provide you with this house, this home, this food for everything. You know, so it's just learning how to coexist with one another. And it's okay not to have the $50,000 vehicle, you know, that takes a week to pay for a car payment. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, you know, throwing stuff out there. But there is so much that men also get stuff down that they're they're taught that they have to be strong that they can't show any emotions and the only time that you really see men cry is at a funeral and then that's usually only if it's like their mom or dad or somebody you know
0: yeah there's a lot around that i think that there's a lot to be said about um you know women we talk a lot about the toxic masculine and you Mm -hmm. know men just being for lack of a better word dickheads right um but there is a lot, that that's a, that's a double-edged sword because there's really a lot of disservice towards men also in not being able to own those softer, um, more quote-unquote feminine qualities yeah. because they're razzed endlessly about those kinds of things too. Yeah. So like they're, they themselves are also victims of toxic masculinity. They're just trying to balance as best they can. Right. And, really can you not really um the big one around here in prostate problems in the purple book that stood out to me was what will it take to embrace my divine masculinity in a way that honors my soul Uh, what troubles me about being a male that's a big one like and I think that's a question that all of us should be asking ourselves: what honors my soul yeah like what feeds your soul what what nourishes you? Because I don't think we give ourselves the time and effort to ask that question. And then, like, do the things that nourish your soul. Right. <clears throat> it makes a huge difference on how you feel on a day-to-day basis. So
1: this this is just a personal thing as I've um, kind of started to open up more towards wanting to date. And the things that I I'm looking for in a partner is somebody who is acknowledging their own self healing, like knowing, knowing or recognizing that there is something wrong and that there's more to life. Like you don't always have to be angry or pissed off or, you know, they're, how do I say that? Like they're on their own spiritual path. That's where I'm getting at. Like, and they're, they're acknowledging that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm finding that the more, you become on your path the more people will show up in your life to keep you moving forward but then the universe god divine divinity however you um believe will send people to deter you just to see if your oh fuck it button is still on or oh i'm gonna send this asshole to see if you are really serious about moving forward with your life or if you're just gonna stay where you're at but if you Ask for the guidance. If you ask for people to come and help you on your path, then you'll be surprised at the people that show up in your life, AKA foot zone tribe here, Mm -hmm. you know, and we, the more we get together and the more we go to our foot zone classes and the more breath work and the different things that we get involved in Reiki Um, there's more like-minded people that we resonate with and we connect with. And then therefore it's like that butterfly effect. Like you just keep going out and out and out. And it just, I think for me personally is I've learned to stop saying sorry for the way that I feel because I'm afraid I'm going to offend somebody. Yeah. And that's where we find ourselves, um, stuffing, because we're afraid we're going to hurt somebody else. And in reality, the only person that we're hurting is ourself because we're censoring ourselves. I mean, we don't have to be rude or be mean to people to um, feel like we're honoring our boundaries. You know, it's perfectly okay to say, I, I'm not believing in what you're saying, or I'm, you know, I don't want to really go to lunch today because I just kind of want peace to myself. Like, I just want to sit here and eat in silence or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but being able to feel, that you can voice and be authentic without repercussion. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah.
0: Because there's a lot of um, a lot of that real extreme response, you know, mm-hmm. that comes up in the Karen trope or the you know whatever. I, people tend to be so reactive, like in an overreactive kind of way. Yeah. That um, I think I'll, there's really. <laughs> It feels like, okay, (laughs) I don't know that this is fact, but it feels like a lot of times when you come to those disagreements with people anymore, it feels like we kind of end up divided into two groups. There's the extreme reaction group Mm -hmm. and there's the, it's not worth the trouble to, for me to get into it. Like, so is it worth the fight? I feel like they're At least I find myself being like, I know this person isn't listening to me, so I'll just walk away because there's no point. Me doing this is just exhausting me further and I don't got anything left to give. Yes. (laughs) But there is that. Like, sometimes you just have to say what you got to say, whether it's going to be a A big blow up or they're going to deal with it well or not. Sometimes you just got to say the thing, you know, and and it's for you. It's not even necessarily about them. Sometimes you just got to speak your truth and let it fall how
1: it falls. So just a couple of things that the book says on just like some affirmations that you can say to yourself. And this is for the men. This is what the book is saying I now accept that it means, what it means to embody the divine masculine. I accept and reclaim my power as a divine masculine being. I am capable of providing and protecting and nourishing and loving with honor and wisdom. Did you say that? Did you read that? Oh, Okay. No. That just sounded like some. And then for the females with the pelvis, it says, I accept myself at the deepest level. I am capable to make the choices in my life. I am free to expect to express my. Oh my gosh, I can't even spit it out. I am free to express my sexuality and honor that I am a sexual being.
0: That's a big thing too. I think yeah. sexuality is really so um, acceptable for men. The yeah. the man whoreness and you know the what do they call that these days body count. My teenagers here. Body count? So they call that? Okay. What? How many different people you've had sex with?
1: Is now body count? Yeah. (laughs) It's a little bit dark sounding. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that pertains to like a murder thing or something. (laughs) Or body count. What's the body count up to? Anyway, it's uh, much more acceptable
0: for men in general than it is for women. Um, I'm hoping that with the influx of gender non-conforming and bi- non-binariness and this more willingness to be something that's not so polarized as male and female, that as society, society accepts this, maybe some of those rigid beliefs about mm-hmm. how men, what's okay for men and what's not okay for women kind of relaxes a little bit. Yeah. I really hope so, because that would be awesome. Um, because a lot of women have big things about sexuality and stuff, and yeah. big time. Like, that's a deep and dark wound right there. Mm-hmm. Um, owning that or not owning that. All the slut shaming, all the just
1: shaming, shaming that goes on with being a woman. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of that. We shame ourselves enough as it is. We don't need other outside people doing it for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> Screw you. Please. Yeah, that's a big one. We'll have to get into that. We'll have to get yeah. into that when we've got Miss McLena here because I know she's going to be able to articulate some good stuff. She's good like that. Yes, she is. Also, she is probably the only one of us having sex regularly right now, so we should probably have an expertise. Yeah, uh, expert we should. On board.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For real.
0: But, yeah, so there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain in the whole general vicinity, and we experience a lot of physical pain in this particular area. Yeah. Almost almost anybody mm-hmm. over age 25 is going to be like, you know, my hip, my back, you know, there's something. <laughs> my teenager has that pain. Um, the hips, the backs, the cramps, the all the gut issues, too. Your intestines lay down in there, too. So there's it's a lot.
1: There's a whole smorgasbord going on in there so Mm -hmm. i mean that everything just like you said it interconnects and my digestion track keeps like gurgling over
0: here oh you're not alone mine sounds like angry pterodactyls fighting i have literally scared a kid out of his cubicle at work (laughs) Like live cubes. I'm convinced it's because my my stomach sounds like, you know, pterodactyls fighting after lunch every single day. <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. It's just very loud, okay? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. I've tried everything. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yes, you can have gurgly guts all you want in our okay. vicinity. I'm down with it. Um, but we swapped zones before this, Miss Tony and I. She came yes. down from the northern regions, and rubbed my feet, which I deeply appreciate so much. But I pulled the oil for her today, and it is very much in alignment. And I've decided it's my favorite oil. I have now
1: have a favorite. I'm going to go buy this today on my way home. It's a good one. I love it because it just resonates so much with where we are at and where we've come yeah, and the rebirth because that's all we're doing is just rebirthing ourselves
0: over and over again, man mm-hmm. All right, where oil today is uh, i'm gonna attempt to say this and uh, don't don't make fun of me if i'm wrong helichrism? hel, hel- helichrysum mm-hmm. Okay, h-e-l-i-c-h-r-y-s-u-m Okay, if you want to get a hold of some of that it smells quite good not really flat but mm -mm. it's got some earth tones in it though yeah it's good i liked it Mm uh in the essential emotions book which i believe we've linked before but we'll do it again um this is associated with emotional pain uh is an amazing healer of emotional pain it aids the walking wounded those with a history of difficult life circumstances trauma self-destruction loss or abuse These individuals need the powerful spiritual support that helichrism offers. It gives strength and endurance to the wounded soul who must keep on living despite past difficulties. This oil restores confidence in life and in the self, giving individuals strength to carry on. That's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Helichrism has a powerful relationship with the light of the sun. And hey, Leo over here. I'm down with the sun. Um, It imbues joy, fervor, and hope for living. Hilichrism takes hurt souls by the hand, guiding them through life's difficulties. If individuals can persevere, this oil can take them into new heights of spiritual consciousness. Hilichrism offers hope that their emotional wounds can be
1: healed. That's just awesome. Like, I'm sold. So the second part of this is following this spiritual healing and transformation helichrysum can teach individuals to have gratitude for their trials it helps them to see that they had not been if they had not been wounded they would not have sought healing that resulted in a spiritual rebirth just as the phoenix dies and rises from the ashes so might be raised from turmoil helichrysum lends its warrior spirit so that all may face the adversities with courage and determination. It brings hope to the most discouraged of souls and life to those in need of rebirth. That's awesome. It's so awesome. I love it. New
0: favorite. Yes. My first favorite. I don't know that I had a favorite, but I've decided this one is
1: it. I like frankincense. Frankincense has really been a thing for me lately, too. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So some of the the negative emotions is intense emotional pain, anguish, or trauma, hopelessness, despairing, and wounded. And the positive properties of this is healing, courageous, hopeful, transforming, persevering, and determined. Yeah, it's good stuff. We're
0: here for it. Yes.
1: Get you some. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. We did a lot of them, though. We had a lot. Isn't there anything we did? Do you still have those cards? Should we pull a card? Oh, they're right here. Let's do fun oh. woo-woo stuff. We love all the things. All right. These are your... These are pretty. I like them. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel good. This is the deck, the Art of Healing and Manifesting Oracle Deck for Clarity and Guidance by one Leah Guzman. Leia? Leia? No. I'll, I'll put the info in the in the show notes. Um, but these are very much chakra kind of color-coded related. The art on them is gorgeous and they amazing. They, they
1: have a really different feel to them. Yeah,
0: they feel you know, like kind of has... silky, satiny yeah. or something. I don't know how to describe All right. that. Well, this one feels like this
1: is the top one for some reason caught my Ooh, eye.
0: What's it got? Here, you read up. Magnetic purple, which is what? Your crown tracker?
1: Purple? Well, it depends because there's the dark blue or the blue or uh, the purple is um, and there's that one. That's the third one. Yeah. I think it's third. <laughs> Listen to yeah, us. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the
0: people. <laughs> it's not like it's a shit show. It is the shit show. It oh is my the, show. the purple. <laughs> we just did these in class yesterday, too. I think it's crown or third eye. I don't remember which. Magnetic. Yes. Whatever you focus on is what you attract. You are magnetic. What you think, you create. What you feel, you attract. What you imagine, you become. That's awesome. That's good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You put out shitty vibes, you get shitty experiences.
1: McLean was talking <laughs> yesterday, and she was talking to Hiram on the phone. And I said something I was—I uh, can't remember it. He replied back. Um, she's all like, "Hang oh, on, hang on, hang on. Ask shitty questions, you get shitty prizes." <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> there you I go. Was like that is so true. I never thought of it like that, but that's true. <laughs> All right, so the second one is the throat chakra.
0: Love some throat chakra.
1: Yes, and that's part of not speaking our truth. Mm -hmm. Um, This card is is to support effective communication. Listen first. The affirmation, I will find the right words to say it all, to say in all situations and communicate clearly. I am honest and express my true self. Others will hear and receive what I have to say.
0: I like it. I like it. Big one. Side note, your throat generally uh, energetically correlates to your vagina. What? Yeah. Learned ah. that one. It's so very much. If you don't feel like you can speak your truth or you have things with your, I guess your thyroid is in that area too. Mm-hmm. Very much same. If we're talking pelvic region, um, like your digestive system is uh-huh. basically outside your body. Inside your body, mouth to butt. Yeah. Similar function. But that control and contracting of the throat muscles to make sounds and voice and talk.
1: Uh
0: Same, same, same on the other end.
1: Oh, we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. I want to. And then the last card is the heart one. These are so beautiful. Okay. Very pretty. Okay. This one is self-love. When manifesting love, it's important to start with yourself first. Do something sweet for you today. Celebrate yourself. All right. Preach. So, what are we going to do for today for ourselves? Besides our foot zones, which we swapped, what else could we do today for self-love? Um, Buy a hula hoop. <laughs> That's Let's
0: buy gonna... ourselves a present. <laughs> we're going to go
1: buy us a hula hoop. Okay. What are you going to do for yourself? This is the teenager we're asking. Yeah. I already made lunch.
0: Fries and chicken tendies. Yes. And avocado toast. And oh, avocado. you love avocado toast. But what are you going to do for yourself, for your own self-love today? What would you love? T- you do love avocado toast, but what would you love? What would bring your heart joy? Toast. Toast the guinea pig? Yeah. There you go. Love your guinea yeah. pig today.
1: And they have the cutest setup for the cutest little guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. They have a room of their own, literally their own bedroom. <laughs>
0: Toast is a biter,
1: though. Watch out.
0: He doesn't bite me because I'm his mom. He bites everybody else. That pig's made me bleed. You can love on Duncan. Dunkey is a majestic handsome man. All right. Well, should we call it an episode? I say we call it an episode. Let's do some outro music. Okay. You're going to sing? I'm going to sing. We're going to drum. You want to (laughs) sing? And outro. Go for it. Woo. I go home. We, this is your home. <laughs> I know that's the sad part. Right, look, we called the dragon. That's how you call the dragon, Toothless. Toothless, hi, Toothless. <laughs> oh my goodness, hi. she's gonna sit right here with us. We're a whole, whole menagerie of chaos and yes, pandemonium. You. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Thanks for coming. See you next time. Bye.